I've got three cats that are going to rip around like idiots and a dog that's going to have to go out to pee soon. And so, yeah, no, we, yeah. we take breaks. It's great. Oh, no, I don't have to do anything. I'm just saying that that will cause noise. <laughs> Everett the Saint. I did the midday poop. Did I do the midday poop? I don't I know if I did. I did pooping. You pooped before. You're tuned in to the Party at the All Points podcast. Can you believe it's season three? Talking Warhammer and all that jazz. Just three Canadian dooters. John about that. Age of Sigmar, and they are helped out by Nicole. Holding it down is the super producer. And it's gonna go off the rails conversating. Age of Sigmar on party at the All Points. Come on, take a drink. We got Tristan talking to Chicago Bulls and that Brian Scalabrine. Then we got Dayton throwing away his pants down in BC. And we got Bud in Manitoba being Winkler Manitoba friendly. We're all thanking God for Nicole doing the heavy lifting of the editing. Or else it would be three hours long instead of an hour and a half long. Party at the All Points, come on and take a drink. Party at the All Points, come on and take a drink. Party at the All Points, come on and take a drink. Party at the All Points. Hello, party people, and welcome to another episode of Party at the All Points, your place for posting and toasting in the Age of Sigmar. I'm your undead life of the party, Tomb King Tristan. Joining, oh wait, tonight on this, our 131st episode, we'll be talking about getting into Age of Sigmar, what it's like these days, and how you can convince your friends into becoming your enemies. Joining me tonight, the man with the iron eye for detail. He understands the savage reality of the piercing damage that is painting minis. While he may look like a character from the Peanuts, he actually is more than okay. He's Andrew Cormier. How you doing, my man? I'm doing good, and now I know why I was asked today if I was in the Peanuts or not. And it's all coming together. All coming uh, together. I'm doing great. Yeah, how about yourself? Uh, pretty good. I'm really happy I could weave in five different band references to ones that you were in into one intro. I'm feeling pretty yeah, good about myself. Yeah, damn. Pretty, pretty good. I'm post-birthday because it was my yeah. birthday yesterday. So how it was, was that? You pretty much just dropped the kid off after brunch and hobbied all day? So kind of, yeah. I um, woke up to Felix and Sarah jumping on me and screaming, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday. <laughs> and Sarah being like, "You, you, why don't you just go back in like why don't you just stay in bed and we'll just hang out for a bit and i was like well i just got my nuts jumped on by a four-year-old um actually kind of awake surprisingly um how about we just go for brunch so we went for brunch and um it was lovely had a lovely time at receiver and then got a text from my mother-in-law being like hey do you want to drop felix off and just go hang out and do whatever i was like yeah yeah i would would appreciate that let's take this opportunity take this opportunity when you get it because i don't get like much day hobby for me it's like hobby into night so it's like i get into in touch with my inner darkness um which is that is great with my new opposite of anything i would want to do i'm i'm like oof not so andrew you're a cat dad right oh yeah i'm a human dad with those come different responsibilities and less nocturnal like (laughs) adventures with your offspring they're, yeah, they, that's they true. still happen now. But he, I think, has some kind of hardwired six or five thirty 
slash 6 a.m. alarm clock where he wakes up every day screaming, Daddy, 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 I need to go pee. Daddy, Daddy, no matter what. And it's a 50-50 shot for if he'll actually go back to sleep or if he'll wake up and just be up and just be screaming and banging and, like, making up songs. Being like, I am the noisemaker man, the noisemaker <laughs> girl, the noisemaker aunt. I am the noisemaking snowman every ding-dong day. And it's 5.45. So, like, how do you wake up that early but manage to stay up late to do hobbies. Like, do you not sleep? That's my secret, Andrew. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I want to be like tucked in honk shooing at like nine 15. Like oh, I'm, yeah. Like nine o'clock. I got I'm you up late, bed. my man. I yeah, got you up no, late. That's fine. Um, yeah. For me, it's like, I can't fall asleep. Cause just, I don't know. My brain's hot wired for falling asleep at like 1130, no matter what I do. Like 1030 okay. is an early night for me. Um, and I'll have to be like completely bagged from playing a million sports or something or chasing Felix for an entire day to be able to sleep at 1030. Because even then it's like, no, I'm not doing that. So I just get a lot of painting done between the hours of like 10 o'clock whenever my wife goes to bed like a reasonable adult and midnight to 130 uh. to 230 if I just start watching Winning Time. Um, great show. But uh oh. And and that's what that's just what I do. That's why I always look like shit, Andrew. That's my superpower. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's great to hear, man. Um, okay, wait. So first things first, shout outs to all the party people listening to the show. That's you people who have downloaded the show, like you, Andrew. I'm really stoked that you're here. Yeah. Um, Andrew is in fact a recent listener to the show and a recent convert into Age of Sigmar, and he's gonna take us through what it's like to get into the game into the year of our Sigmar twenty twenty three which I'm pretty stoked on, but I just want to do another shout out to our Patreon members and big ups to our super producer and objectively the best painter in her house at this moment, Nicole O'Bray, because she's the best. I heard she's she just won an award for oh, that. Not, no, 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 no. That, that's a next podcast thing. I'm going to drag her okay. ass and get her on the show. No problem. No problem. I have no control over her, but I'm just going to try to guilt trip as much as I can to get her to actually come on the mic because she's hilariously the best person on a mic in our podcast. Okay. She's great um but so andrew uh before we get into the topic itself what have you been working on lately like what's your deal give me tell me the story of your tiny like 32 millimeter scaled people um i wish i could say that like recently i've gotten a lot done but recently all i've gotten done is priming and dry brushing for slap chop like on like Andrew, That's... you've never told us anything on the podcast as what you've done, so you can claim everything oh, okay. you've done in oh, your life I'm... has been recent, which is great. I'm just thinking about me and your conversations. I guess that's the, <laughs> the whole point, yeah. So I don't know I... you, Andrew. You can lie to them. Uh, probably don't. Uh... Why would you lie to my friends? I lie to everybody. Fuck. It's what it is. Shouts to you, Everett. You gotta own it. Um, <laughs> gaslight, girl, boss, gatekeep, etc., you know? Um, anyway... So I guess, yeah, I got into AOS not that long ago. Uh, someone who could remain nameless was nice enough to donate a large portion of an army to me who to get me going. Be? I don't who know. Could that be? Oh, Must I be don't know. Incredibly gorgeous and had a birthday There's recently. Somebody in the local scene that's that's generous. Who knows? Fucking Roger. Yeah, probably Roger. Oh, it was probably John. It, it was probably John. So His birthday. 
I spent a I'm the type of person that like I was very scared to get into this and when I started working on things I was like I have to be good at this or I'm oh, going yeah. to hate it. And I was perfect. given so much stuff that I can't just go, I failed at this. Here you go. Take it back. Give it to someone else. <laughs> you know? Um, so the failure to the left-hand after side. After spending a lot of time figuring out how I wanted to do things, yeah. um, I've been working on my little sons. And really all I've got painted fully is 20 shooters. Uh, 20 shooters? Yeah. So so wait, little your little man. sons aren't the uh, sons of Bahamut. They're what? Oh, uh, Gloom Spike Kids. Oh, the Goblin Man. Yeah. Um, the I bad like man I spoke said to Andrew once, a couple times. Um, I have a lot of stuff primed and ready to go, mm-hmm. and I'm working on like I've got 15 Boingrot Bounders. I gotta paint. Yeah. Um, they're probably next on the docket. Damn right. Um, they did well for you that game. They Spoiler alert. did. Um, but yeah, I'd say that's what I'm going to be working on. Like if I have to work on something this week, like I said, I'm on vacation and I'm going to try to make some hobby time. That's the focus. Sweet. Yeah. Nice. That's awesome, man. Well, congratulations. Yeah. Thank um, you. I, on the other hand, have been doing crate digging, but minis edition. So I've been digging back into my little Rubbermaid containers, trying to find all the things that I packed up like four or five years ago that I did in my old house for my cities of Sigma army. Cause I got really jacked because we've been talking recently with another one of your friends. I'm sure we're going to get into that about cities of Sigma. And it made me go, let's take an actual like, look, look into this. And like, what do I have? What could I do with this? And I figured out that I've got like 60 converted Jesus troops. Like I got, I got a fuck ton of dudes already done. That like so I did the cities project that it was based off of this one little lore box inside of the original cities of Sigmar book um, about these spell hunters that would go and they would hunt down endless spells and I was like that's sick as fuck and there's another little like tiny little blurb about the Algoraxian Empire which was something from the age of myth like the before times. Um, mm-hmm. they had a whole bunch of this crazy magical tech that nobody understood, but then corn punched their city out of the, out of existence, like literally punched it out of the sky. Cause they had a floating <laughs> city and it blew up and exploded all over Ashkey, the, um, the, like the realm of fire. And so people have been going and like finding different tech pieces over the years. And so like, just like scattered. Yeah. Just like scattered. And like even some of the, the, um, uh, what's my call it? The artifacts in cities of Sigmar are like somebody's magnificent macroscope and that's like an algoraxian piece and so it's like it's in the lore that people have been able to scavenge shit so i did a like teched up cities but it's still like fantasy tech right so it's not like there's a whole bunch of like wires and screens and stuff i tried to make it look like weird detect and you're like that should work but it's magic so why not okay i was taking a look at some of them when you were playing them last week yeah yeah and they were I could wrap my my mind around some of it at least. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. It was like the it's like the general idea. It's like here's a dude who looks kind of tough with a shield and a choppy thing. That'll be my steel helms. Here's a dwarf with a gun who also happens to be wearing like weird tech gear. He is going to be a fusilier. Here's an elf with a flaming bow. He is also going to be a fusilier. 
Because in my mind, it's like, okay, well, they've only got a couple of units that actually do things now. So why not just mix a whole bunch of shit together? Because I love the um, the lore aspect of cities where it's like all the different races working together. Well, I was going to say it's a real melting pot situation, right? And like, yeah. it's a cool army that if you're like, well, I'd like to paint some dwarves, I'd like to paint some elves. And he, yeah. like, that's, I was looking at some of their models and I was surprised at like crazy, like how much different stuff is there was now i seen like griffins i seen like dragons i seen like a bunch of stuff and i was like okay that's a cool army yeah it's like it's like a weird little slurry or like a, a smoothie that you order and it has like 18 different ingredients and you're like well actually i think if i just use three of these it'll taste better so <laughs> it's just one of those funny things and like it's fun to go back to some of your old conversions and be like i'm a f- i don't suck at this all right that's that's pretty fucking sick because like How i did long one ago that- did you do those like it was well it was whenever the city's book just came out um frig i gave that thing away um so it would have been it had to be at least four years ago if not five years ago or maybe less no 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 i'm lying it was at least three years ago that i did it um yeah it's just like a bunch of funny little things oh and one really big stupid thing i don't think i ever i showed you this once before it's a pair of walking legs that has a gigantic double-headed yes. bird statue that has a magician who has a um, little glowing birdie on his shoulder, and it has the whirligig from a Huracanum on the back of it. It's a completely absurd model that I made because I had a fever dream and I had to make it of some walking Huracanum with robot legs. But I don't know. It just kind of works for me because like the proportions don't really make sense. It has a very much a... What's the name of that anime that has like the cities that move around in the oh. world? Um, one of those nerds. Tell me what this is because Unreal Engines is that it? Mortal Engines? Maybe it's Mortal Engines. The nerds will tell me. Sure. Thank you, nerds. Thank you, my people. But from uh, someone who like from the outside looking in, like I remember you brought that one night, yeah, to Exor, and I was like, and you're just showing me a bunch of like conversions you've done and some models, mm-hmm. and I was like really that's a bunch of different stuff like that's not a model like i had no idea you know what i mean like it looks it looks cohesive it looks like very well put together in the sense that it's like yeah there's a jumble of like themes going on but like i didn't know any different that it was probably like 13 different kits oh yeah no that one's like probably 20 something um yeah it's because i'm stupid but yeah, that's always a goal of mine for whenever I'm doing conversions is try to make it look like it's something that was done purposefully and could exist in Age of Sigmar and have people go like, oh, what, what kit's what kit is that? Where can I buy that? And then then you get to go the, yeah. oh, you can't because I love the one on one like per, like little snowflake ass bullshit. Um, I like it, it a lot, good. too. I'd love to get there someday. Like that is the goal, yeah. like hearing about how you did your stuff you know, with all your Tomb King stuff. And I was like, that's insane. Like, that's the the creative side of the hobby I would love to get to someday. Yeah, and you will. That's that's Yo. a fun thing that um, I know develops over time. Like, the first thing you start doing is, like, I do a head swap. And then it's like, oh, but I actually want a different weapon on this, so I guess I'll chop off his wrists. And then, I guess, glue something else back on. Um, yeah. And it's, it's just, like, shit like that. It's like you slowly work your way up to the madness if you want to go there. Um, and the one thing that I learned that I was really happy I got through early was not being afraid to fuck up whenever it comes yeah. to conversions, because the worst thing that happens is you wasted like some money and some time. 
but you did it and you learned from it that's what i mean like i'm sure like it's not like you're buying a kit just to take one single arm from the kit let's say and then then like if you do well you would uh but if you mess that kit up you're like okay i messed that arm up well you still have all that kit to play with right like it's not just it's not like oh i have no use for 99 percent of this i want this one piece throw it all in the trash yeah, well, yeah, you can always find uses for stuff. Like, I've got a bunch of bits that are just sort of over there, and it's like, someday I'll use those. And, like, it's happened a lot where... Well, like, even... I've... Yeah. I was even, say, even I've inherited a bunch of your bits. That's true. Yeah. That's true, you did. I've got a bunch, a bunch of, like, one. there was a bunch of Blood Bowl bits and oh, all, yeah. like, tons Shit. of stuff like that. That's a sec. That's awesome. Well... That was a really fun little hobby sesh. Um, How about we take a break and we'll come back and we'll talk about some games that you've played. Sure. Sack. And ironically, some games that I've played too. Hmm. Hmm. Wonder how that plays out. Um, Andrew, what song do you want to listen to? I don't know. Um, Like I really get to pick? Yeah, you really get to pick. Anything you want. want. Let's do Righteous Jams, Rage of Discipline. (laughs) Yeah. 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 talk about me and my experience with age of sigmar so far and how i know next to nothing this is true john snow oh cultural references very topical damn i'm crushing it um great job amazing intro so proud of you you crushed it so far i think you're doing a great job andrew i must say thank you i must say and you've mastered your mute button that's something that dayton still doesn't know exists ah yes this one's easy it's just right here you can see the light up oh yeah I like it. I like that. I like that. What kind of what type of headphones are those? Steel Series Arctis Five. I want to say there's newer ones now. I think. But sure. These have been good for me for a long time. Good enough for me. A is for audio. It's good enough for me. Well, shit, man. Um. So, what have you been playing lately? What games have you been getting into? Like, what's what's been the deal? What's what's been the Sigmar? Tell me of your Sigmar game that you've played recently. Uh, the most recent game I played would have mm-hmm. been against my friend Brian. Um, Brian. And Brian was playing Skaven, and I oh, was yes. playing Gloomspike Gits. Which um, is fun. And which is, someone... which is great for this uh, podcast, because I showed Brian how to play Age of Sigmar in the start of second edition, like, what, five years ago? And then he's now playing you to learn Age of Sigmar again. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was so that's so good. But yeah, yeah, so you and Brian were playing? Yeah, it was a it was a good match. I mean, obviously we had a coach hovering mm-hmm. over us the whole time, you know, <laughs> making sure we didn't colossally screw stuff up. Um but I prefer the it, term hype man and hype soothsayer. Man. Okay. Okay. Hype man. I'll go with hype man. Had a hype man, a good hype man. Uh, and uh, yeah, so it was interesting. Um, it turns out I ran a list that was like a dick move. Didn't <laughs> yeah, know did. that. Didn't know that. <laughs> I was just like. It's a thousand the, points. Yeah, I know. So so we were only playing a thousand points because I didn't really. I, I mean, I guess I had more, but yeah, I didn't but... want to overwhelm myself with knowing what to do and also didn't want the match to take eight hours, right? It no, was long I, enough. Yeah, I think a thousand points, great learning amount um, for people who can get over the fact that all their shit's going to die really quickly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it can be a really swingy game at a thousand points. And it's and that's okay. It's just like, just go through the turns, figure it out, like just be able to be like, I made models go over there and kill shit. Yeah, it kind of starts. I found like in the games that I've played, they st- the first turn is pulling teeth. It's very slow. Like yeah. even if you know what you're going to do, you the other person might not. In well, in the case of two beginners, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. And the funny part is like even whenever you get to high level play, like the first turn still will take an hour. Like it'll of a three hour game. Like just the first the, turn yeah. will take an hour at least. And then every turn after that, it's like half as much to a quarter as much depending on how deadly the game's going so like that's how i found it yeah so like i said i accidentally ran a list that was a dick move and that was because i had played you a week Mm -hmm. prior to this and i ran just kind of like what i had painted and what i kind of had primed and i went with like my most prepared stuff right yeah and i was like this was a fun it was a fun game and I learned a lot and I went home and I went, okay, well what did I really like playing in that match? I'm going mm-hmm. to think more about like I enjoyed that play style. How can I incorporate more? How can I make a list that's gonna be more about that? And my big focus in this game was I wanted to just charge like crazy. Yeah. Um I practice the charge mechanic practice piling in um and i also really wanted to try to get uh, a double turn because i hadn't experienced one yet either against me or me doing it so i picked a list of uh 15 or five three units of five boingrot bounders i had the loon boss on the giant cave squig which is great narrative pick and uh and i had Grinkrax loon court just kind of and they were just kind of like fluff and like yeah and you also had a 10 pack of hoppers too oh yes and yeah. i said okay cool i know how the choice the charge works with the bounders and how i like the the you know you charge in you do your your mortals i liked that and i was like what do hoppers do like obviously you can I'm looking at kits and I'm like, why do you choose one over the other? And I'm like reading it, how, you know, they work with instead of charge, it's move and retreat and, and kind of going by. And the idea is, you know, bounders charge in, slam their lances, hoppers go by and kind of slash at ankles type situation. I was like, I'd like to try that. And I really only got to do it once in that game, mm-hmm. but I, I liked it. It wasn't, it wasn't bad, but I definitely see it being more situational, then 
a constant like running them you might not guarantee yourself that extra damage and my thought of taking them was that extra damage is why you take them oh interesting yeah and then you probably learned pretty quick that it's actually the wound density that's why you take them because they're just a big well yeah fucking bodies it was nice to have a bigger unit in that list because really i took small units yeah you took like 26 models which is usually like it's not a ton no (laughs) 26 uh, isn't a ton 26 would just be hopper oh He's dying. Sorry, I, I choked on water. Um, 26 would just be the Bounders, the Hoppers, and the Loom Boss, but I also had Green Crafts. Oh, yeah, court. that's right. I forgot about that. Never mind. Still still using a million. So what, another like dudes. seven? Maybe? Yeah. Six? <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Still a lot. Anyway, at 1K, that was fun. And yeah, mm-hmm. so didn't know that was a dick move. Didn't know that just like slam and charge and, and yeah. being an asshole was you being do. an asshole. You didn't realize that it was like a very diametric army. It's either it either kills everything or it doesn't. And you were like you weren't full like and this is the thing that with new players and how they understand the game, they don't quite get that what they're doing whenever they're building lists can actually be really fucking strong by accident. And whenever you're doing learning games, it's like, is that a good thing or a bad thing? And it's like eh, kind of both. I was making funny during the game just because I didn't want Brian to like get sad. Yeah. Well, I was like, oh, fuck. This is Roger told me rough. something. Yeah. Roger told me something the week prior to that. And he said, um, it was after our game, and I stuck around while he was playing a 40K match with his brother. And Drink. he was like, you know, um, how did he phrase it? He said, like, when you first start, all you care about is just rolling dice. And then mm-hmm. at some point, you start to think about, okay, well, I like this and I don't like this. And then eventually you're like, I got to focus objectives. Like, objectives win, like, like points win the game, obviously. And I was like, yeah, I don't we give like, a shit about like points. Yeah. I just want to throw dice and I just want to slam models. Like, that's all I wanted to do. And even with that match, I was like, I want to slam models, but I want to be on an objective or two. Yeah. You know, like stand on your circles, standing on circles wins games. I did a pretty good job of it. There was two times where I can think that I overextended off of an objective and I was like, damn it. I meant to stay there with like a model or something. Mm -hmm. That comes with time. Well, oh, new player, right? Yeah. Either way, the match was fun. Um, I think that we learned a lot. Like, I learned, I learned more of what my army did. I'm pretty solid on bounders now, and and hoppers. Like that mm-hmm. mechanic, what they do. Besides, like obviously, I'm not going to remember their numbers. I know kind of them. Yeah. But I'm not. Whatever. I'm happy that I understand how they those units function, and like. Yeah. They seem like pretty bread and butter, and that to know my bread and butter units in my army feels like a good step forward. Um, there was a couple really good moments with you and Brian where, you know, Brian rolled a one, and you're like, ah, oh, and I'm like, and we're both like, ah, oh, like you don't get to do the thing, and you're like, yeah, re-roll that, and, he, and he's like, are you, are you, Andrew, are you sure? I'm like, dude roll your dice again you're not going to learn anything if you go to do the thing and it does nothing you know and yeah and in those moments i was making sure that there would be a moment because like that was my whole goal for that was to create moments where things happened and whenever you roll dice in age of sigmar and things go flat 
it's just like, ah, frig. And in a couple of those moments, I remember specifically, it's like, well, if this doesn't happen for him, then Andrew's just going to roll over him with all of his bounders. We're yeah. just going to say it happened. And then that made yeah. it a more, more, it made it a more interesting game because it made it more back and forth. It made it so he was able to be more engaged with it. And it's just something whenever I think you're teaching people, like you're not trying to hand them the win. You're trying to hand them the moments that they can well, remember and they can learn from and they can just enjoy like having shit go off and explode. Well, exactly. Like I wanted him to do that. And like how often he was just like, are you sure Andrew, you're okay with this? It's like, dude, I don't, I don't care about winning. I was like, I wanted to, and, and again, I took that army not knowing I was going to be a prick, you know, yeah, I didn't think like my first like charge or two, I was like, oh, oh, this is going to hurt him. <laughs> like, oh, I, no. did, I didn't really realize what have know? I done, but I also didn't know how Skaven worked. Right. Like, yeah. um, you know, there was a moment or two where like I charged into a group of his units and like, I think the first one wiped it out instantly yeah, like wasn't even wasn't even nice before combat like just like charging into him with two things of bounders like the mm -hmm. mortals alone wiped like 80 percent of the unit yeah turn and him then, into rat paste yeah and then i took his like one of his generals out immediately and it seemed like that general he had a lot of plans for i think it was one that like had double attacks and yeah, like it was a tooled up claw lord which if it goes off can go off like a whirling dervish and just behead a whole bunch of things like it probably would have taken off your unit if it didn't get killed yeah yeah Funny and like that. But again like i said it was important for brian to have fun because like how shitty would it be to play a match your first time and get absolutely stomped into paste like mm -hmm. you're that's how you not lose gonna... friends yeah, yeah yeah that's not the point no not at all that's well, great man that's a sweet game i um i actually played brian as well so after yeah. you guys played and you had your wait, wait, second wait. game can i interrupt because there's one moment i think we should talk about from my game before we move on yes so there was this moment of where it was very clear like me and you were looking at each other and it's like yeah andrew's gonna swing next turn and just just wipe him out like yeah we're like this is it we know what's going on like brian had a little point lead but like maybe yeah it was one of those points. Were, yeah i was five and he was eight and and i'm I've got like what was his model called? The one that's got like the it's almost got like plague, the catapult look. Uh, it's not the it's not the plague catapult. It's the one that has the big swinging like plague yeah. furnace. Yeah, plague furnace. Yes, with that's a it. so with a priest on it. So I've got a unit of bounders that I think has like three left in it. A unit mm -hmm. of hoppers which probably has five left in it, and something else. Uh, Grinkrack was close yeah. by. So like. The bounders and the hoppers were were um, like and, right up on it in in range, and Grinkrack was probably like four or five away. Like he would have got in on a charge on my turn if if I got yeah. in my turn. So he goes to do his uh, it's prayers with them, right? Yeah, yeah. So he prayed to his god, his rat god of plague and pestilence, mm -hmm. and then that spell went off or that prayer went off but it's the crazy one where if you kill something well he cat he cast a prayer and then he was able to use the skaven's plagues and one of his big plagues popped off and he chose to use the the like basically the ebola virus one i can't remember what it's actually called the like the black plague um which 
can ex which explodes for a ton of mortals. And if it kills a unit, it starts hopping around. And so he yeah. put it on your big unit for like the he I killed the like, bounders. Two d six off the top, and then it goes to a d six, and then it goes to. But he like... rolled a six, which allowed him to do another yeah plague. So he so that first plague killed like the bounders and did some damage to like Grinkrack, and then because he rolled a six, he got to do another plague, and he hit that on the hoppers, and he rolled a six on that, and it was just like oh my god! So three plagues popped off. He wipes out three units, and it's just like like we're screaming, like you're screaming. Yeah. He's like what the what? What's going on? And I'm like oh damn! And the room's going nuts. And then like yeah. I think you mentioned last. uh Maybe in the last podcast with one other, there's two dudes playing 40k, and they're just like, "I want our games to sound like that." Yeah. <laughs> it's like we, we're losing it. The table next to us goes like, "What just happened?" And then we explain how the plagues just wiped out. I think it was four, like four different units that were all. Yeah, it was something yeah, like it that. was something like he basically took out almost all of your. Oh, he army. took out two things of bounders. That's what it was. Two things of yeah. bounders: the hoppers and Grinkrack. And so he just blew up like almost your whole army with that one thing just by rolling hot as shit. Everything was mm -hmm. just in the perfect little dominoes, just like the little mouse trap. Get it? Um, all went off, and it was just beautiful. It was a beautiful moment. He was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, like, he was just, just like, "What wide. happened?" Like he he almost he, didn't understand what happened, yeah. and then like once he caught on, yeah, like, he's like, the "Is this series happening? of events?" He's like, "This is insane. <laughs> this is insane. My Rube Goldberg so, rats are the best." So that play pretty much made it so he came back pretty much fully mm -hmm. after i wiped out most of his like units and he by the end of it we tied like we walked yeah. away with a with a handshake and a tie and we both felt great about it we mm -hmm. i drove him home to that night and he was just like man that was insane i was like dude like that's no joke like i was like <laughs> i had it. your ass like handed to you and then that flag, so those flags went off and i was like no no dice i was like it was such a swing and then that's when you told me like you're like yeah skaven's such a huge swing army like yeah. you oh, know yeah. they're not they're not powerful in the sense that like they're gonna win most rounds it's just high num high, high dice rolls high numbers like yeah the the rat slot machine which is which is a really fun way to play that army like it's one of the it's such a cool looking army it's an army you can do so much with and it's one that like one of my good friends that lives down in the states jacob barry he just ran a four doom wheel list which is like oh. just stupid race cars that can explode on you well and, yeah the doom wheel was against me yeah. a little bit so i got to experience yeah. that i um so basically the next week um brian and i played and so i was walking him through like his second slash like 1.5 game of age of sigmar so like i was letting him take a bit more leads he was able to understand his army a bit more he had really enjoyed the like kind of like the walking through the mechanics that we did before but this time like he definitely did a bunch of research and like had his shit a bit more on point okay and like he was feeling good he was looking good it was great um and so I brought Cities of Sigmar just to fuck around, because why not? And I spent the first, like, 20 minutes after while we were setting up literally gluing my models on bases as I'm deploying them. 
I did notice that. Yeah, I was that like, because I was over at the other table watching. I was taking an easy night that night, and I was just like, I'm looking over, and I'm seeing you just like scraping with your knife and like fucking putting like bases on. And I was like, oh, okay, so that's how that's going. Yeah, I'm just being a complete rat bag and just like throwing out units. So I play um, Cities of Sigmar. I throw down just like a general mismatch of stuff. I have like a nice core of the human side of the book. So I've got the shield guys, the fusilier. Uh, the shield guys, which are the steel helms, the fusiliers, which are the gun guys. And then I took a unit of what's called Drake's Bond Knights. So that's the dark health side of the book. Um, except mine are robotic greyhounds being ridden by magical elves. Um, they're all teched out, but then they still have like a whole bunch of Sigmar pieces on them too. Like, like uh, I mean, Sigmarite, like taken from the different magical types of Stormcast. And like, they're basically blinged out. They look like an adventurer party on magical weirdo greyhounds and those are my um those are my drake spawn knights and then i took a three pack of the drake spawn chariots so i kind of like had like this thing of doggies and like their little buddies that are on basically flying magical motorcycles one of them looks like the um fuck what's the name of that movie uh it's the disney movie treasure island treasure Island yes. 2099 or whatever it was so i made a dude who looked like that who like is riding a surfboard and then i made um and like he's just like cruising through and so i've got that and then i made two other weird like fantasy motorcycle looking things like it's almost out of nasca um i jacked this idea uh for those motorcycles for the podcast viewers and patreon um if you ever want to see what we look like or want to see the models that we hold up and we talk about uh join patreon because we post all of our podcasts there via video but uh, this was an idea I actually got from one of my hobby heroes. He's a dude named Eric from the Mortal Realms podcast. So they're like a lore focused one. And Eric is this insane converter dude. And he came up with this friggin weird idea of skinning gigantic sailfish uh, that travel throughout the realms and they suck up aether gold through their fins. Um and so it's like the idea of using the part, like using parts of the animal. And so using the skin to actually help fuel and power these uh, athermatic motorcycles for my guys. But then it's like, okay, they learned from them, they got the tech, and then they use the Algaraxian things to enhance it. So I have this insane looking army, and he's just staring at me, being like, what is that? <laughs> Shield guy. It's like, oh, okay. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. These are chariots. I know what Shield guy does. Yeah. So shield guy has shield. Yeah. Gun guy has gun. Yeah. Things that look like they go fast, go fast. Yes. So it was like, it was a nice little, like, I just used some of the rules for cities of Sigmar because I didn't want to overload myself because I was trying to show him how to do the game, make sure we did everything right. Even I tried to learn like some of his rules because I always think that's a good thing to do if you're showing somebody how to play. Yep. You try to understand what their army does to get them excited for their moments. And we just kind of went back and forth through the game. It was fun. Um, one of the big moments was with those chariots that I just mentioned. They went off for 18 mortal wounds on the charge. Oh, I ooh. <laughs> So they what combo. What did you put that into? Just a unit of clan rats. The ones that explode? Yeah, the exploding yeah. clan rats. But he didn't hit any of his like fives or sixes to blow up back at me. But I lucked um, out with that too against him. He, he yeah. rolled poor. Poor, which is just disappointing. But yeah, so I drove these guys in and the doggos had already been there. 
Um, and the doggos, when combined with motorcycles, make things explode better. So I just rolled a whole bunch of three ups because for every two of these, every one of these bases, you get two dice to roll. And for every five up, if they do three mortal wounds and for every two to four, I think they do a D3. But I rolled a whole bunch of like five ups, basically. And it just was like, so they're dust in the wind. I bide them. Yeah, dry. Oh fuck, just absolute ramrod. But like, we ended up tying again, so it was great. Like, we had the nice little back and forth. I went up early in points, and he went up on me. And then we call it, I think, turn three. But then at that point, it was like it's pretty even. I may have taken it a little bit later, just because like some basic um, things. I was showing him some pylon tricks. I was showing him redeploy. So like for second game, I thought, okay, he was able to handle the basics. Let's add in a couple more things. Because we, t- um, we talked about this in the podcast before about how you introduce the game and how you do it kind of like a step-by-step. Yep. Um, I did that with you, right? Like I showed... Yes, you did. Of, yeah. And the week before that, you actually talked about that in the podcast. There was this guy who made uh, a modified like learning where it's like, don't let them pick all these like stuff. It's like, here's three great ones. Yeah. And then be like, this one's going to work really good for you. Use that for the next, like, four turns. And then maybe on your turn, I'll realize that this one will work better and we'll change it up. Like, stuff like that. I forget what mm-hmm. the name of it was. That um, was called Sigmar 101, and that was done by the Austin Weird Knobs, which is a great crew of dudes from, yes. shockingly, Austin um, and gals and NBs. Um, but they uh, do a really good job of coming up with this idea and like yeah i just kind of ran with that whenever i was showing you the game and showing your friend christian because andrew you're a new person who's coming to the community you also dragged some of your friends kicking and screaming and we're also dragged by one of your friends because like how did you get into sigmar like let's let's transition a bit and go to that or actually let's take a little time out okay listen to some sick tunes and then we'll come back and you can lay it on the like how did you get into this shit okay Um, I think I want to listen to the Stone Cold Classic Decepticon by Latigra because my cousin Joe saw friggin' uh, Latigra in concert and I'm insanely jealous. Oh, nice. So, there you go. I know. It's just, it's, it's a, it's literally a classic.
and we are back. Fuck, I love that song. It's just such a good song. So, Andrew, I need to know your origin story. Can you please tell me how the ooze fell onto you? Like, what animal you last touched? Um, how you are touched? How did you get into Age of Sigmar? Like, what actually happened to make you join into this thing? And what does it mean to you? So, for years, I mean, I always knew I had a crazy addictive personality. Hence yes. being straight edge and not getting into drugs and alcohol because, like, I'd be dead in a ditch. Um, so, you know, growing up and hanging out in comic book shops and stuff like that and being like, oh, Warhammer, that that looks cool. Like, I'm not creative, but, like, that looks like it would consume me. And I was like, can't do that. Avoid it like the plague. Not allowed. Not happening. Did the same thing with Magic the Gathering for way too long. Yeah, um, that's really good. That's, it, that, it, it came for me game. eventually, and but recently, you know, just cleaned house, sold all the shit. Out. Good for Fuck you. I can't believe you got um, clean. Wow. Yeah, well, nice. I bought cards for two years straight, constantly trying to play games with my friends and never having schedules that worked. So I was just like, cool, no. I've been doing this for like two years and maybe played one game getting rid of it all fuck this fucking magic the gathering holy shit that's crazy everybody wanted to play on friday nights i was busy it's just you know Mm -hmm. it's one of those oh yeah friday night magic yeah that's what counts for a dci number i'm old because that's what i call it continue yeah so anyway my buddy christian who also was one of the guys that i was constantly trying to play magic with um Mm -hmm. he was like you know we tried to hang out and do multitudes of hobbies and you know he's a new dad and so life life gets in the way we're yes he starts kind of saying something one day he's like i think i'm gonna get into warhammer he's like i'm gonna read read the novels and i'm like no don't i was like miss me with that shit don't talk to me i can't i was like get the fuck out this isn't happening don't talk to me and do not talk to me yeah, and then I'd run into you from time to time. You're like, yeah, I'm just playing Warhammer. I'm like, oh, no. Like, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. I got to go, man. See you later. <laughs> you you um, always heart ejected. And I was like, oh, bye. Yeah, and and then there was one day, uh, what went, I don't know how long ago it was. It was the. Uh, it was cold, tr- so I think it was spring. Yeah, it was definitely spring. It was like the election time. I do remember that. Uh, yes. for local politics bullshit. Um, so it was the trans rights rally. Yeah, yeah and... because our um, premier's a shitbag. Yeah, yeah, conservative. Fuck, fuck that. You know, uh, goes fuck hand Danny. in hand, right? Yeah. Um, anyway, so that dude sucks, and there was a trans rights rally. And mm-hmm. I'm sitting there with Everett, and we're chatting, and, and I'm just like, Everett's still not new to the province at this point, but in the spring, like Everett moved here last summer and winter, we were pretty shut in, you know? Yeah. So spring, we were just starting to like really socialize with more people. And I remember being there and being like, Oh, Everett, that's so-and-so. Oh, Everett, that's so-and-so. This is my buddy, blah, 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 blah. Like seeing tons of people I know there. And, uh, and then we seen Christian and I'm talking to Christian. We're talking to his wife, Eleanor. And he just goes, yeah, I'm really thinking I'm going to get into Warhammer. Like, no, no. And even Everett's like, nah, he can't do that shit. He's not allowed. Like that's that's bad. He's already like on magic right now. We can't do this. Like it's yeah, it's Everett's, just yeah the, yeah. Everett's just like no. They they don't agree. <laughs> exactly. And and I'm like yeah yeah no I can't do that. And so just before that I had just gotten my knees tattooed and that was a whole thing. And for the listeners out there, I have two big like 
goblin faces on my yeah, knees. And so for, the, perfect. for the for the Patreon, we'll get here, I'll move the camera so y'all can see it. Yeah, get so that hike on. Can you pull up your face just a little bit more? Just a, a little bit more? Thank you. No, Thank the, you. Yeah. Anna? Okay. So let me see if I can I say stuff. Anyway, we got oh, that was yeah. the first one we did. That one's real sick like as gnarly hell. eyeballs coming out the top. Yeah, like one of those and like then, wild old uh like what what's those model kits? The one that have like the weird monster hot wheels or whatever it is. Oh yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about, but I don't know what they're called. And this one here, yeah. uh this one has like a weird like scraggly beard and hair thing because this was a cover-up it used to say punks p-u-n-x stick and poke <laughs> right in, that right in this you know Where the classic like that? uh dylan chu yeah he did, did it for me yes, in my did. apartment one night <gasps> shit yes, it was like did. it was like 18 to like 25 layers like and that's like 10 layers more than it needed to be and it was never going anywhere and it was never fading like it was done well but i was like it's it's time we're moving on anyway so i got my knees tattooed and i was like yeah like goblins are cool like i love like Like, i'm a yeah i'm a big D &D guy like i love fantasy shit and so yeah i'm talking to christian and christian goes i think i'm gonna get into warhammer i'm like oh man like obviously we said no like not a good idea and he goes yeah i've been reading these books i'm like cool he's like and i've been looking at armies and i'm like oh yeah like at this point i'm i'm listening i'm not being rude but i'm like my brain's like nah i can't i can't like just kind of mentally check out and he goes there's this one army i think i'm gonna buy uh they're they're these cool little goblin guys and i'm just like excuse me what <laughs> what? Uh, i'm like goblins okay i'm back in like this is cool like what about them and he's goblins. like yeah they ride he's like they ride these things called squigs and like some of them ride spiders he's like they eat like mushrooms get real like weird and like he's like they're just a bunch of little guys they die real easy it's like kind of like waves and it's like i was like oh this sounds cool i was like tell me more and then i was like and everett's like no no like we we you need to you need to stop this and then in that moment i'm like oh yeah and we're, we're chatting and and i'm like looking around i'm like who else is around here that i could be like oh like this is my partner everett because i'm like it was a good time for me to like really introduce Everett to a lot of my friends and i turn yeah, around it's... and you might as well have been creeping up behind me just coming to say hi <laughs> and i was like oh there's tristan and i was like oh there's tristan this is gonna be bad and it was like the two is just double teaming me like it was just like i was like christian do you know tristan he plays warhammer on an insane level and you guys started going and then he was like yeah i was just telling andrew about gits and you're like yeah gits gits are so cool you're like you would love and i was like yeah like that's cool and you're like come to my house later come to my house later i got something for you you come to my house later and i was like uh okay okay man like cool i'm just here i should promo Come to my I house sh- later. I got something for you, Andrew. Oh my god! I show up at your house later. I'm like, oh, I, I, well, we che- we texted a little bit, and you're like, yeah. you're like, what do you want? I was like, well, I went to the store and I I looked around at some of the models. At the time, I didn't think squigs were cool. I, I didn't. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm not wrong, sold on the squig it. thing. Yeah. And and I was just like, they had the squig squigglanch or whatever yeah. box that was and and i was like yeah you know and that was the only real box against that store head so i was like i don't really know what's going on i was like i want to get something and i want to paint something but i want to like i don't want to put all my eggs in a basket that i'm not mm-hmm. gonna love and then and I'm, yeah you were like and then 
you were like, what else? Like, like, what do you want to paint? And I was like, oh, I don't know. Just like a bunch of like weird little guys. And, and you're like, okay, well, what about something like this? And I think you sent me like Grinkrax Loon Court. I was like, oh yeah, yeah. like yeah. those guys yeah. are perfect. And you're yeah. like, oh yeah, I got those. Yeah. Come to my house. No dramas. Yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. Thinking like, oh, I'll, I'll get like five or six little guys and I'll paint them up. This will be cool. I show up and you hand me a box and a book and you're just like, here you go. Yeah. I think you were saying like <laughs> Felix had to go to bed and, yeah. and like, you're like, oh, I can't really talk. Like, just, just take this, get out of here. We gotta, you know? And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Take I this, sit leave, in my car. Leave my house right now. And I just peek in and I'm just like, oh, fuck. I, I'm like, I have no idea what's in this. I go home and I'm just like Everett, like Tristan just gave me this box full of models. I was like, it's cool, right? And I was like, yeah, whatever. You know what I mean? Like yeah, Everett didn't like, care. Frick's sakes. Yeah. So yeah. so so they were like, oh, whatever. Like you know, it's it's a cool hobby to be creative with. Like, gotta you know. Yeah. Which I think is hilarious that you. You said earlier, I don't think that I'm very creative. I'm just like, I listed off four, like five fucking bands you were in. <laughs> Shut the fuck yeah. up. <laughs> uh, and anyway, People. so I, I pretty much spend the next week or more just mm-hmm. trying to understand what you've given me. Like yeah. not like like at this point, I'm buying supplies. I'm buying some paints. I'm trying to figure out what models you've given me. And I'm pretty much like. I think I started out on like a Wikipedia page and like yeah. from there eventually found that game workshop had a website. Like that's like, I had, I didn't even know like they had a website at that point. You know what I mean? And I was like, Oh, on the website, they'll tell me the colors. So I was like, I can buy those paints and yes. figure it all out. And then again, spent probably another two weeks after that, just watching videos. Like I watched yeah. that slap chop video, uh, just my from boy. Your buddy. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I watched that a bunch. I watched a whole bunch. I, I consumed a ton of content before I even put paint to a model. Yeah, you just kept and, holding the models going. Oh. Uh, no, like straight up, like holding it like next to my computer monitor being like, yeah, that's that, right? I think that's that. Exactly. Um, and yeah, so that's kind of how I got into it. I got absolutely double teamed by you and my buddy Christian. Fucking hated Lucky Pierre. And <laughs> – and Christian like was like, he's like, wow, you went all in on gits. I was like, yeah. He's like, well, I just bought the Vanguard. I'm gonna play around with them, but I don't think that's gonna be the army I play. And he's like, since like bought like a ton of armies. He's got like three like what? armies going right now. Like he has like that. He he really threw into Slaves of Darkness. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, but he also has. Oh, he was telling me. Mm-hmm. I should have paid more attention. He has like two more armies that are like almost like one, like at least one K, you know? Sick. And then he also has some like, what's that necro something necro necro sphinx. No, no, no. no. The, the, there's a different game type. Uh... Oh, necrons. He's got 40 K. No, no. The, okay, it's whole, no. it's kind of like, um, fuck. Is it little? You know how there's bigger? like, it's littler. You know how there's like there's like Blood Bowl and there's like mm-hmm. War Cry and all that stuff. So another, that's it. That's hey. it. he's got like some of that and like he's got he's just like oh that model looks cool. I'm gonna paint them. I'm gonna so paint like, it. Yeah, and I like it. he's been he's been doing a lot with his his Slaves to Darkness though. That's like been his focus of like I'm gonna learn to play the game with these guys. Yeah, which is great. That that's a super good army to pick for like if you like if you're gonna pick an army to learn how to play Age of Sigmar, 
that's an amazing one because for the most part it's just what it says on the tin like there's a few armies that i would pick out for people to play right off the rip i think it'd be slaves of darkness it would be iron jaws orcs it would be um ogres would be the other one like those are probably my top three for people or stormcast but even stormcast not even so much because like those three have not that many units their rules are pretty much what they say um and i just think it like they just kind of work well no matter what so he's he's been doing that and everything's been great and it's funny because last week i i was texting i was like ah come out like stop being that guy like come hang out even if it's just for an hour and he comes and he hangs out and we're we're watching rogers match and uh and and he starts talking to me and anthony and then fraser's there he's talking to he's talking to fraser and him and fraser start talking like big time on like slaves and he's just like you can tell like he's listening yeah he texts me later that night who's that guy i was talking to like he knows his shit like he like i learned a lot from that guy who what's his name in the discord like all that type of stuff like i was like okay yeah yeah like like fraser was like you need to get these models he's like he's like he was like christian was like what should i get i want should i have this model i want one guy on a on a chair he's like do i do it like the chariot or the horse or whatever i don't know the army well and they're Mm -hmm. talking about like these mounted cavalry units how there's like three options and he's like well i had he's like ah this one's not that great and this one seems cool and he's like and fraser's like no the one that you said is not great that one's awesome get that one like it's great and he's just okay i guess i'm getting that like sick yeah that's so nice because fraser's kind of a dickhead <laughs> I haven't experienced that at all, but no, I, I feel like asshole. it's the a- no. Um, what I he's Fraser, yeah, Fraser definitely knows his shit. He's a dude that um, I love that Christian was connected with because it's just just nice, just nice. It's yeah. so cool that Christian was able to jump in, start meeting people, and like have people to talk to about it. Because I can tell every time that he comes in, his eyes get really wild and wide, and he's just like, yeah, this is fucking awesome he was bouncing around the room like oh, he was yeah. looking at your guys's match coming over yeah. talking to us watching watching rogers match and being like oh my god like what's going on like and and it just sucks like i he's the type of person he's very much like me he'll throw his everything into something it's mm-hmm. just you know new dad busy you'll only like you'll notice something uh the longer that you play this game almost everybody that plays warhammer is that type of person is like the i'm get like there's no half-assed warhammer players for the most part for the most like it's all it's a whole lot of people that are just like i'm just in fuck it yeah fuck it we're doing it live type of people and it's just like it's two feet in and it just makes it so you like it's so cool getting to have that connection with people right off the rip because then it's like everything else is a gravy and like everything else, you're just like, okay, I get it. Okay, I get it. Okay, I get it. And you're like, these are my people, the people that are psychopaths that also just do things. Yeah. yeah. Well, another thing I was going to say is like, because so I, I mean, I guess to everybody else, you'd know, I put on shows, like I promote live bands, uh, yeah. mostly like punk and hardcore and stuff yeah. like that in Charlottetown. And um, uh, so I put on a show the other night. Um, and two of my friends in this band called Botfly from Halifax, Nova Scotia, great, great band. Yeah. Um, they play 40 K, um, Sean and Babs, Losers. shout out to Sean and Babs. Um, Sean plays orcs Drinks. and 
Babs is Space Marines. Okay, so I don't know. Sean has refined taste. Uh, fuck Babs. Got it. <laughs> and uh, and so I was. I didn't get to talk shop with them very much because I was very in like I have to make sure no one's yeah doing anything stupid. I got to do my job. You and were the presenter. They, yeah, and they got to play a show, right? Like they're also like we have to play this set. We have to play this music. Um, and we talked a little bit the next day, and I remember telling. Like Sean's like said something. He's like, yeah, like you gotta like play war, like you gotta l- play Warhammer. I'm like, I do play Warhammer. I play AO- a- or AOS. He's like, what's that? I'm like, Age of Sigmar. He's like, what do you mean? Um, <laughs> and uh, anyway, he's like, oh, you, you gotta play like real Warhammer. And I was like, oh no, no, I do play real Warhammer. I play <laughs> AOS. Fucking and he's like, nerds. I he's like, and somebody's like, well, what's the difference? I was like, you know how like fantasy is like swords and stuff like that and he's like yeah, yeah i was like well aos is swords and stuff like orcs elves all that stuff and he's like okay okay i was like 40k is like aliens and guns and he's like oh really i'm like yeah and it's the more popular one apparently and he's like why you know, that, that, that that seems to be the general reaction and like yeah. i mean no no hate no hate like the game yeah. looks fun i i it's you know fine. i exactly <laughs> so these guys were talking to me and i explained to them how the double turn worked and i felt like i melted sean's brain he's like yeah. no, like what like what like how what? does like why is that even a thing and i'm like yeah. that's apparently the thing that 40k players can't figure out yeah, it's amazing. It's um, it's a comeback mechanic that's also a rewards high-level play mechanic, and it's something that's so baked into the game that they're never going to get rid of it, and it's something that makes 40k players go, what? Well, I was just like, you so have good. to like play 5D chess. Like, It's yeah. not a simple like... Um, it's, it's not a simple like, oh, I do my turn, you do your turn. And I was also he was saying something and I don't know if it was right or not. And it was just something I heard in passing about how like units were, were fighting. He's like, well, I fight with this unit. You fight with that unit. I fight with this unit. You... And it's like, no, you can fight with that unit, but I don't have to fight with that unit. I can fight with this unit first. And he's yeah. like, that's different. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, Oh, like, like on the rules level, like Sean seemed interested, which was cool. There we go. We'll, we'll have to sucker Sean into it. Uh, I think it's doable. Um, so. who knows? Um, I was, Again, so talking about, like, other people, like, how mm-hmm. I'm kind of, like, starting to drag people in. So Christian kind of got in – he got in the door before I did, but yeah. I we really started at the same time. He, he was your gateway drug, and yeah, then I and, was the dealer. Yeah, first hit's and free. I, um, I, knew, I knew that he was already hooked on plastic crack, and you just needed your first push, so I just dumped a liter of models onto you. Mm-hmm. And then – then who? Then so, who? Christian was telling me his friend Brian, who we were just talking about, we both played yeah. our last matches with. He had played, like you said, at one point. He was really into it, but a lot happened, and he didn't get to play. Yeah. So, another friend that was like, oh, cool, like, we're going to play eventually, hopefully. Um, and since then, I, you know, painting my little sons and posting them on instagram for yeah. for my friends and and some people are like oh that's really cool i like the mushrooms they're cute and other people are like they're oh really, cute. really rad dude and then yeah. like sometimes people are like what is that and i'm like oh it's like a game and they're like what do you mean a game i'm like well you know i go into it a little bit i've had a couple little sprinkles of like 
talk to people more than like five minutes about it and i'm just yeah. every once in a while i'm like hey i'm playing on thursday do, do you, you want, want to play a game yeah. you know and and my buddy anthony who uh who's lived here for a while um he's from toronto and uh, uh yeah um well at least that's where he was living before here so he might he, i don't know i just knew i didn't anyway, grow up with him so exactly and and i i got him in my current band and we were chatting one day and he's like yeah i kind of i he's i was like yeah i'm getting really into aos and he's like yeah i play the odd war game i apologize i should know the other names of the games but i was no, very like aos i just warhammer let's go um and he's <laughs> like i can't i i can't like focus on anything else i got too many things on the go like one more game's enough like i think he does a lot of them on like pc and stuff like that very single player aspect yeah yeah and and i was just like yeah like you should play like oh yeah and he's like oh maybe someday you know yeah and wishy-washy Oh, sure. When I was playing Sounds Brian great, that night, I posted like, "Oh, I'm playing a game. Like, you guys should all come hang out and come come see." And like, just you know, randomly he texts me. He's like, "You at XOR?" I'm like, "Yeah, man, I am." Yes. He's like, "I'm downstairs." Is like, "Come upstairs. Come see this." And he's like, "Oh, I'm just here to get some stuff." I was like, "No, come upstairs. Like, come hang out." And come he, and to he me, comes my up. Child, come to me. <laughs> He, he comes up and he, because he, I was telling him like the week prior to that uh, about the terrain you did, like the, the pink trees. Because um, right. he was like, I watched this cool video on Slapchop. I was like, I do Slapchop. Slapchop's cool. I was like, you ever <laughs> see contrast paints? That shit's amazing. Uh, and I was like, and we were in XOR um, when we were talking about that. And I was like, oh, I tried it. I took him upstairs to where we play. And I was like, we play up here. This is cool. Like, they have terrain we can use. Some of this was painted by, you know, people in the community. I was like, oh, I think Tristan's trees are here. I'll show you that. I was like, oh, no, no. He brings those. Oh, sorry. I forgot. I was like, you got to come up and see these trees because we had them on the board. And he's like, mm -hmm. he's seen them. He's like, these are really cool. He, and he says, he's like, he's like, oh, I was going to buy some paints. Like, what should I do? I was going to buy some speed paints. I was like, no, 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 no. Like, I was like, I really like the the citadel like contrast paints and he's like he's like yeah i was like dude they're they're cool and so he came i think he came back with the with a with the speed paints first before i said that and i was like no yeah. go find the the box of just contrast paints and buy those and he's like yeah i think i will and and we and you looked at me and I looked at you and it was just one of those like we got his ass we fucking got his ass. <laughs> so like, yeah, I'm really he, into it. Yeah, we started like telling him like yeah, so like we're playing, we're doing this, it's cool, and tell him some cool stuff about paints and because he was just painting some D and D minis. That's pretty much what he was doing because mm -hmm. he teaches like um, a camp for kids. He does like youth. I should know. There's proper terms for it, but he like his he goes to school. <laughs> So he can learn to teach kids so he can be like a, a, a young educator or like a, like what one might, one might say a teacher. Yeah, probably that's the right way to put it. I don't know. I don't know. If, anyway, so he's running this camp through his course through Holland College where he's literally teaching these kids to play D&D. And so that's why cool. he's really into like minis and stuff like that right now. And I was just like, yeah, Warhammer, like Warhammer's minis is cool. He's been doing a great job painting the uh, the D and D minis too. I should send you a picture. Yeah, um, you should. Damn. Um, and anyway, tell so, me post those in the Discord. 
I will. Uh, I was. I. That's why I sent him the link. I was like, he sent me that picture. And I was like, you need to post that in the Discord. I said, I know it's not Warhammer, but people are gonna be like, that's cool. You're doing a good job. Um, Which he, we, we love getting told we're good. Yeah, it's all. It's like, oh, you're good. Oh, I'm good. I'm a good one. Oh, I'm a good. No, I'm not good. good. I'm not good. Tell me I'm more about how I'm good. Yes. yes um. Yes. And anyway, so then pretty much the next day, I was texting him, and he goes, yeah, like, so I went home, and I started reading about armies of which ones are good to begin with. And he's like, I was told Stormcast, Cities of Sigmar, and I feel like he said Nighthaunt, maybe, yeah, or, yeah, night, or, night or something solid. else. Yeah, yeah and, and I was like, oh, like, I was like, Cities, that's cool. I was like, you will like the new sets that are coming out he's like why i was like well like there's a lot of like different races being included like not just white dudes and he's like really and like he latched onto that and could really see himself like using an army that had representation for himself yeah in it's, cra this type it's crazy of game. whenever you are a person who's not a white dude and you see a person who looks like you whenever you're getting into a game and you're like oh shit yeah, not it's all of us a, are just little me. goblin men and can see goblin men, you know? Exactly. Not all of us, but all of us are skeletons, Andrew. My, I, yes. I have a wide church. All of us have a skeleton. I understand. There we go. I've, I've drank the Kool-Aid. Anyway, so, like, Anthony was really stoked on it, and, like, I was like, awesome. Like, I was like, look into it more. Look at those new models and tell me what you think. And he was just like, man, these are amazing. The D <laughs> yeah. I have that mask. I have that mask. Also... <laughs> I hang my headphones on this. On a skeleton. Uh, for yeah, the it's, and it's perfect. Like, it just, like, sits nice on the desk. Anyway. For the non-visual listeners, um, I just put on a skull mask. And I just pulled out, like, a, like, skull on, like, a pedestal that I hang my head, so, head set on. <laughs> nerd. <laughs> Dude. Oh, wait, wait. Oh. Dude, there's tons of this stuff, like... This little man sits on my desk. A pooping skeleton? I love him, I love him with all my heart. I have another That's one so in funny. my bathroom. You're Everyone ridiculous. hates it. Hates <laughs> they hate it. Oh. Rude. They hate yeah, it. So, so getting back to people's skeletons. Um, Anthony, like you've suckered Anthony into it now. And now he's stoked. Yeah. He's and then I started the texting you being yeah. like, yo, Anthony's in. And you're like, oh, yeah. Like, it's just like, we got one. We reeled in another fish. We got um, one. I'm not. I'm gonna keep trying. Like it's, it's crazy because the I don't know what it's like in in other uh, communities and other cities and stuff like that. But here in PEI, like and in Charlottetown, like the Sigmar, the Age of Sigmar community has been so insanely nice and good to me that I keep saying to people like, it's crazy. You, everybody's like, oh, but the cost of entry. Oh, it's so expensive. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, not everybody's going to be as fortunate as me and have like uh, Tomb King Sugar Daddy being like, here's like $600 of the models, like just have fun. But like, I was like, but a lot of people are going to be like, hey, you play this army. I, I have this box. Like it happened to me even again, yeah, like a couple true. weeks ago, Les walks in and goes, I've had this box of, uh, what trolls. were they? The trolls. And he's like, uh, he's like, I'm never going to play them. You play Gits. These are yours. I've been meaning to give these. I'm like, dude, like, this is insane. You're so nice. Yeah, and yeah. like, less is the best. So this community very much seems like that. And like, Anthony was like, you know, like, oh, it'd be great to get in and all this stuff. And I'm already, I'm like, 
what what models can I buy this man? Like I yeah. need to go buy some shit, pay it forward. <laughs> and I'm just like he showed up last week and I bought him that two pack um Yeah, Derelia and Heroes. Yeah, and they're Which, cool models. And he was like, This is cool. They're from a book called Hollowed Ground. Have you read that? I haven't read any of the books okay. yet. That Have is you, I'm you, going to. Do you like to read books? Oh yeah. I have okay, get, I got a copy of it, I'll give it to you. Okay. It's okay. it's it's spooky. I haven't read spooky books book, in a long Andrew. time. It's a spooky um, book. Because I haven't had the time, but I'm trying to yeah. make more time for reading. <gasps> the last books I was reading, I read so much like Yeah. I read so much like R.A. Salvatore, like Legends of Dritz. Like yeah. that was my shit. It's good shit. Anyway. So yeah. We yeah, got so Anthony you're gonna come in. to my house and you're gonna take my book. You're I can gonna do, do that. it. You're gonna do yeah, it. You can do, do it that. tomorrow. Yeah, I can do that. Okay, good. Yep, I'll text you. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, we got Anthony in, and he has drank the Kool-Aid. He's super stoked. Um, yeah. And he and all the whole time, he's like, man, I can't get over. Everybody's so nice. Everybody's just like, they don't care that I don't know anything. No one's a jerk. They're just no, like, I can go stoked. and watch his play and ask questions and interrupt games, and no one's mad at it. And, nope. like, he's like, you know, people are like, it's like, you gave me models. And I was like, and I was like, and when your city's box comes out, like, tell me like i got money to chuck at that like you know <laughs> i was like i was like i i've walked to the i've went to the stores around i was like i don't like there's not a cities of sigmar selection around that i can just go grab them all be like here's another one so it's just yeah. like when that big box comes out i was like i'll chuck 100 bucks at it for you man and like Damn, i'm like oh, you're nice yeah you be oh. my daddy whenever the tomb kings come out be, can you be my daddy then <laughs> tomb kings coming out in november I, I, great i can do that you 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 did enough for me i can do that uh, and and so I'm just like trying to think like what other fr- – if any other of my other friends express interest, I'm like how can I help them? Like it doesn't have to be buying the models but like no. I would buy them paint. I would, well, I would give them paint, I, you know, things the, like that. The big things about like building a community as you know, it's not so much the like big gestures. Like sure, I gave you like a shoebox full of models. But it's the support and it's the moment like Christian had with Fraser where it's like it's the like getting to like getting to ask the questions and have somebody be so excited that you are asking the question it's like that you were there to do the thing with them like it's something that i've i know from other communities is something that's really quintessential with age of sigmar like just a circle jerk all of age of sigmar um it's just a really special place because like even if you go to other spots like around the world you'll still have stuff like that like people love getting people into the game like there's almost always like somebody in a community who will just at the drop of a hat and like most players will like the best players in the friggin world will will hold your hand and teach you how to play age of sigmar like the number like the best national teams are the people that you want to meet because they'll be the ones that are like let's 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 explain this in a way that makes sense and like will help you and i'll make it fun and it's like these are the people everywhere for age of sigmar which is great it's such a weird game and i love it for that it does seem like that like i mean even the memes i'm seeing about it like i think i sent you a meme the other day that was like you know age of sigmar was just like la 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 having fun and yeah it was hi barbie yeah 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 yeah. and like 40k was just like dark hi hitler do no i mean it's I doubt it's that bad. 
Well, that's what the meme was, but like, you know, hey, Andrew, it can't be that bad, but it can't be that bad in Age of Sigmar too. But it's more that bad in 40k because they like Nazis more in 40k. But if you yeah. go to certain parts of Spain, they actually really just like Nazis in general. It's weird in other parts. So like, whenever Nazis pop up, you beat the fuck out of them and tell them never to come back. Yeah, exactly. We punch Nazis. Exactly. We punch Nazis in Age of Sigmar. Nice, nice. Yeah. That seems like. That, that seems appropriate. I think so. Um, and with that, I just want to thank you so much for being on the podcast because I feel like we should wrap it up a little bit. Um, sure. I just also wanted to shout out um, the Mi'kmaq Nation, the people who um, have allowed our settler asses to be on this place of Apekawet and to yeah, allow us to... Yeah, man. Apekawet. Um, just have like steward the land for so many years and it's just, it's just a really special place to be able to be and i just i know i feel lucky that we're able to be here together um, oh yeah and with that i was wondering if you had any shout outs anybody or anything that you want to shine a light on um i think that it only seems appropriate because of how much i mentioned them tonight and how much they gave me shit at the start of this hobby yeah. uh i'm gonna shout out everett because everett has recently got into doing stained glass and is trying to start the whole business thing and it's oh, it's pretty shit. cool everett's very good at it and i'm not surprised awesome. Everett seems like they're um, good at so many things yeah, so uh, on Instagram, you can search up pains.of.pleasure, but pains is like P-A-N-E-S, like of uh, like, like Very, I get it. Yeah, I, yeah, it's great. And so like, yeah, Everett did their first market during Pride. Oh, did I'm they? I'm not going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, the Pride and, market, yeah. Yeah, the Pride market was cool. Like I went and set it up for Everett because Everett was running behind that morning yeah. and wanted to like make a couple smaller pieces that were cheaper and was like really like grinding for it. So I went and set up the table and all the pieces we had and I had people coming up being like hey like asking questions and I'm like I don't know. I was like I, it's, I'm just setting up and texting Everett be like you need to get here like people are asking questions. I'm just, like I think I'm I was there I'm just at the 11. setup dude sorry. Yeah, yeah and it wasn't starting till like one and Everett's like I thought it doesn't start till one. I'm like it's in a mall. They're not closing the mall until one. Yeah. Anyway so Everett had a great little success at the first market and it hey. kind of was one of those moments where it was like hey maybe I should try to do this and had the last couple of days has been working on like business plans and business cards and a banner and yeah. applying for like the grants and stuff like that. So, and made a website. So yeah, go check out Everett's stained glass stuff, uh, pains dot of dot pleasure. It's cool. That's amazing. I love that. Yeah. I can't wait to check that out. Cause I, I actually haven't cause I'm an asshole and a bad friend. Um, but I, I want to get a little goblin head made. Yeah, you do. You little yeah. goblin freak. Uh, speaking of freaks, I just want to shout out to our girl Rock Steezy on Twitter, aka Nicola Bray, who took home some hardware at her tournament that she went to. She went up to Prince George and kicked some ass, and hopefully she'll be on next episode to talk about it more. I'm just really proud of my friends because they all seem like they had a great weekend. I miss each and every one of you. Bud, um, justice for Bud, he won a prize. And uh, Dayton also did really well. I'm also proud of Dayton. And I'm just, it's just all the people who, so we got jerseys made, Andrew. So everybody yeah. could be on, on a team. 
they could be on our team because we want what? all the people who listen like, to the podcast to be on our team. Party at the All Points jerseys? Yeah, Party at the All Points jerseys. Okay. So, like, they kind of look like the Argentina jersey with stripes, but they fade from, like, bright pink to baby blue. Okay. Sarah calls them the gender reveal party jerseys, and it the kills The gender repeat, reveal, reveal party jerseys. <laughs> okay. So it's like, fuck you. But um, I'm just stoked because, like, there were so many people who seemed like they had a blast this weekend wearing our jerseys and just being silly buffoons. And those are, those okay. are my, our people. They're oh, the yeah. best people. And I just want to say I love you, Andrew. And I hope that you have a great night. And thank you so much for being on. I look forward oh, to hopefully dragging your ass um, into a back alley and beating the fuck out of your army next time we play. Yeah, probably. I'm going to shove you Just in so everybody locker. knows, first match, I'm sure he gave it to me, but I did beat Tristan. Yeah, he Just, beat me. Yeah. He, the score... Yep. He killed stuff, and my stuff died, and Andrew won. First game. He let me win. I know he did. <laughs> Um, and this is Pain for Pleasure by uh, Some 41. Band? Some 41. Nice. Yeah. Nice.